0: fans make the network what it is thanks for listening and we can't wait to hear from you find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today
1: hi i'm ryan laplante and i'm one of the crazy founders of dumb dumbs and dice the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the Bad Movie Review Show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. Join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice. D U M B D U M B D I C E. So let's do something dumb together and thanks for being part of our stories.
2: I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god part, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dumb Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com people slash Dumb Dumb Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com people slash Dumb Dice. Get your merchandise today.
3: Welcome back, initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers are trapped inside a museum that has come to life. Richter's body disappeared as he's having tea with a demon somewhere else. Mannequin knights mistook Red for a princess before a samurai attacked, and Adrian has been crowned King Arthur reborn, and is leading the charge against King Tut to retrieve a broken tablet. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos.
4: The exhibit of the Americas has a number of uh, truly uh, fascinating and, and beautiful antiquities, um, perhaps uh, none of which match the intricacy and uh, technological, um, just uh, innovation and, and um, power uh, of the, uh, the ancient Aztecs. Um, it's a wing that often doesn't get as much attention, uh, particularly in, in this era as say, you know, the knights or the armaments or the dinosaurs or the civil war exhibit. Um, but there are some truly fascinating, uh, artifacts, uh, in, enclosed, uh, in these walls, um, things, uh, left over from, uh, a civilization that, that met an untimely end, uh, through, through colonialist intervention, um. But on this particular evening, there is one um, very, very kind of um, important and and to some extent uh, a highly regarded visitor uh, to this particular exhibit. Uh, he's a, an elderly German man um, who is uh, making his way with jet black eyes um, in kind of a, 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 a staggered walk uh, almost as though um, he's just learning how um, towards um, a single display case uh, at the end of a long hallway um, with a red velvet rope around it and a single light illuminating it Richter inside your head um, you have been tasked with uh, or you have uh, the opportunity to ask um, the the uh, the, the creature uh, that looks like Sally uh, that has identified itself as the Croatoan, two questions. Um, last episode, it gave you some time to think about those. What is your first question as your body staggers through this beautiful exhibit?
5: Um, Richter will ask, uh, um, what is it that you are working towards?
4: Um. And uh, the Sally creature um, suddenly kind of like slumps back in the chair in a very Sally-like way. Um, And uh, just kind of uh, shrugs and says, uh, Mr. Richter, have you ever been lonely? Sometimes, yes. Hmm. Yeah. And... Have you ever found solace perhaps in friends or family or peers, people who you could respect and love and trust to
5: fill that endless void we all must stare down? In my life I have found that that void can be more readily filled with ideas and books, things of that nature. Um,
4: and uh, she grins in that Like kind of horrible Babadook Way where the like The edges just keep extending um, Revealing the uh, the teeth And she just says Yes I suppose I forgot Who we were speaking to Well Mr. Richter If you can imagine your books Stabbing you in the back And abandoning you You might want I mean, some would call it revenge, others would call it come up, and some would just call it justice. For that betrayal, when one was at their loneliest, when one was left behind, forgotten, they could have helped and did not. So I simply seek to rebalance the cosmic scales, as it were.
5: I see. Is that... That sounds like a a very painful and costly path that you are walking. My second question is, what does the town of Helmfort have to do with these goals, these desires of yours? Um. And uh,
4: the the grin um, widens a bit further. And um, it says, well, it's, it's an interesting bit of irony that it is both where the great betrayal occurred, or close enough at least, that I was able to drag myself there, and where I've, I found something to fill that void. You found knowledge. Sally found me, and I found you. And the creature seems to kind of um, enjoy a a moment um, and then says, oh, um, I would also like to say, Mr. Richter, thank you for your attempts to help us in our previous form. And uh, thank you for what you're about to do. I'm afraid it will cause you quite a bit of trouble and likely a considerable amount of anguish, but just know it is greatly appreciated. Um, And it's at that point you hear all around you, the sound of shattering glass and looking down uh, your hands and wrists and forearms begin to bleed from a series of cuts uh, that seem to appear out of nowhere. Happily, not in the form of the untuned eyes. So, like, good news is at least it's not that shit again. <laughs> um, yeah. And as um, pain, both from sort of the psychic agony around you, um, begins to hit, the the Sally creature begins to kind of shift um, form yet again. You can see what look to be small eyes opening all over her face. Uh, the same kind of obsidian voids just kind of peeking out of the um, pure kind of glowing white um, skin. Um, Ethereally white, not like Caucasian white, as I'm sure you imagine. Um, And as the entire world begins to kind of undulate around you, your vision begins to blur. You think you can see something running out of the darkness. Meanwhile, uh, someone is running towards you red with a fucking katana up sure is what do you do as you are charged by a samurai
6: uh what is the approximate like distance between it and me and then the other knight and me who's so the alive? other
4: knight? so we've got the um uh the british uh like foot soldier who's left yeah uh whose name uh oh boy he hasn't said yet so i also need a minute to look it up uh um, ryan
6: no, I've got to use a Patreon a Brian. name. No, it's
4: gotta be a Patreon name, damn it.
6: Nope, um, it's Ryan got now. so
4: many to get to. Fine, <laughs> his name's Brian. As requested by Tyler Hewitt, Patreon fan. Um so, Tyler uh, works at the producer level. Uh, <laughs> I think it's
1: true.
5: Contribute on a small level to the <laughs> to the success of the show.
4: Once or twice. Yeah. Um but what have you done for me lately, other than that beautiful scene you just did? Um Cool. So um, you've got uh, the um, foot soldier, Brian, who is, if we're looking at the small, <laughs> sort of small, uh, no, it's too late. It's too late for stories. Uh, it's a uh, sort of a small circular room. And again, it's one of those uh, women getting the shit end of the stick throughout history exhibits where it's like, Knights! Tiny room of dresses from the era, so it's a small um, circular room um, with kind of like five gowns on display. Brian is amongst the gowns, uh, which are to your left. Okay. Um, the uh, German knight was just decapitated, uh, kind of directly in front of you. So the samurai is rushing that way. So you're technically between Brian. The, it's like if we're doing this in layers. It's like Brian, the dresses, like wall Brian dresses you. Angry samurai,
6: right? Got it. Okay, so I am going to run towards Brian mm-hmm. uh, and just say, "Defend your princess!" And then I'm going to pull my gun and ideally get between, like, get out of the way between him and the samurai.
4: Okay, so you're kind of using him as cover, I assume, or are you taking cover amongst the dresses?
6: Uh, I'm taking. I basically just want to hit the wall. I want it as close to the wall as possible behind Great. him.
4: Um. Okay, so can you roll me, please, a... What are we going to take here? I'm going to say either a stealth or a dodge.
6: Oh, we're going to go dodge on that one. Okay. That's a hard success.
4: Amazing. Um, So he looks down, and... um, The good news is that like with with the german knight he's like okay like i feel like we're all like we're all european knights we know what's up uh the samurai looks like a truly imposing warrior uh who he's unfamiliar with uh and he's from a different exhibit so like what the fuck um so uh he just goes like ah um and he says don't worry my lady I've, i've got this um and he um draws his short sword um because he he would normally have had like a halberd type weapon but he's been dragging you around so i feel like all he's got (laughs) is his like short sword um and uh he uh charges the samurai um of course uh we've all seen movies uh samurai highest trained warriors in the land foot soldiers you got conscripted. Uh, so poor Brian gets sliced in half immediately. Good news is that gives you a time to line up a shot. Uh, so if you'd like to open fire with your handgun, you may do so.
6: I would. Uh, do 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 do. So that's just handgun. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a hard success.
4: Amazing. Uh, what is the damage on your handgun, please?
6: Oh, um...
4: I can also look it up for you if you don't have it. It's 1d8. And then I believe plus your damage bonus, which I believe should be a d6.
6: Oh, no, it's 1d4.
4: Oh, okay. That makes sense. It makes sense that Adrian punches a bit harder given that he's (laughs) only got that in (laughs) driving. Yeah. And he's not even that good a driver. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
6: d8 plus...
1: Goodbye degrees. All
6: right, here we go. It's good for morale. Um...
1: Yeah, it's shocking he wasn't the one to drive into a garage.
6: Right? Thanks, Look, thanks, the day guys. Is young. Thanks, guys. Uh, that's a seven.
1: Seven. All right, very solid.
4: Nice. Um, so, uh, you open fire and you literally like uh T one thousand style blast uh through the back of the um the mannequin's face, um and kind of like you hear the bullet ting off the back of kind of the samurai helmet. Um the the mannequin stumbles. Um red again this is this is some weird whimsical bullshit and you mm-hmm. hate this stuff um but it seems that whatever kind of internal logic these warriors have like decapitating a mannequin shouldn't kill something but they seem to follow the rules of
1: what they're meant to be
6: uh that's that's actually what i've been thinking because my backup plan is to uh uh run back into the hall that we were in uh smash open a nightcase and grab myself a sword
4: <laughs> i mean I'm just saying that might be the time because yep.
6: oh, we do it. Um,
4: it's it's charging, so uh, you're gonna need to uh, dodge past uh, the Samurais. The samurai yep. comes in with just a clean slash um, mm-hmm. through the dresses. Uh, years of history, countless hours of sewing will die on the samurai's one. blade.
6: Dodge. I mean, I think
4: we were all rooting for you to not have to wear the dress. Correct. So this is just a win for all of us. You might die, but at least you escaped uh gender rules, the patriarchy. Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: There's not a character or a player that was like, "It'll be fun when she puts on a dress." <laughs> we're like, "No, nah, fuck that. Oh, we got to face her down against true terror and see if she can escape."
6: It. Okay, so I'm dodging. Yep. Okay. Uh, that's a success.
4: Amazing. Um. So, kicking one of like just grabbing one of these. The nice thing is, lots of fabric. Grabbing one of these dresses and throwing it um at uh the samurai, uh is enough to kind of like samurai slashes through it, but is kind of caught in it. Uh, kind of um, Vader in Obi Wan's robe style. Just like there's a lot of flailing. Um, you rush past. Uh, so ahead of you, um, you're in the arms and armament section. Uh, you can choose between. Uh, A polearm, so like a spear or um, a halberd, like one of those big stupid axe things. Um, You can grab a sword, uh, like a long sword, um, or you can grab a mace, uh, so just a spiky ball on a stick kind of mace. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is up to you.
6: Okay, so um, what in here is probably, ideally what I would like to do is just run this fucker through and pin him to the wall Uh, because I don't have the strength to have a full-on sword fight with this guy. That would probably end poorly, so uh, yeah, I'm whatever. Thinking I can... A
4: spear is probably yes. like, particularly because you're not trained in swords. <laughs> like, no. it, it's the kind of thing where, like, I love in movies when people just pick up swords. And they're like, "Ha ha, I'm really good at swords."
6: Mm-hmm. No, um, no, no, no.
4: They're heavy <sighs> and shitty. Um, I want to so, run this guy through. <laughs> okay, great. So, um, you uh, throw an elbow through um, uh, glass. Uh, you think you hear something being yelled, like uh, from the other room, but there's also T-Rex roars. Um, you think you hear like a bugle, which is very confusing. Um, but you grab the spear um, and you turn and uh, you rush the samurai who is still like tangled up in dresses. Um, I think this is going to be a fighting brawl, which I know is probably pretty low for you, but unfortunately is what it's going to be. That said, I will give you advantage because he's currently tangled up in dresses.
6: Cool. Okay. That classic
4: Dylan song, "Tangled Up in dress.
6: (laughs) Oh, actually, you know what? I only rolled three above my brawl skill, so uh, I'm just going to spend three luck on that. Awesome.
4: Um, So you pierce the samurai, uh, kind of in the the soft spot, spot, Jesus, the soft spot, kind of near the ribs, uh, and of course, like he's made of fluff under that. So you go, it passes through very easily, uh, and you pin him to the wall. Um you see the mannequin kind of toss the dress to one side and grab the spear in the way that like people in movies do and like drag itself down the spear um towards you and then um uh it puts a hand on your shoulder and says well fought and extends the katana to you
0: thanks for supporting the fable and folly network here's another show we know you'll love friendly i never sent you an email i don't even know you
1: and why exactly are you here the map is
0: the reason we're here maps help when you're lost do you know what a trap street is trap streets aren't real they don't exist
1: don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them
0: i I think he's dead
3: how could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time
1: What the hell is going on here?
0: From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street.
1: So maps can have secrets.
0: Yes, maps can have secrets.
1: Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts.
5: well not right now but you know
6: oh i take it
4: uh and with that uh the body slumps sick (laughs) that's the story of how red got a katana yeah uh meanwhile uh arthur diesel uh the famed king the once and present king um you are charging King Common, famous mummy, um, <laughs> with uh, the Knights of the Sherwood table at your back. What is your strategy? Uh, just stab the mummy.
2: <laughs> I want to bring the sword up and then down and then the mummy falls in two. All right. We're going to
4: slash. We're going to try and slash the, the mummy in two um as you uh, approach uh because i'm not going to include a mummy if i can't do all the brendan fraser um emotep tropes uh his jaw distends uh and a swarm of uh locusts flies at you out of his jaws um do you Roof. think you try and muscle through um would you pull the helmet down what's what's your strategy for getting through this as you you rush him
1: I think, yeah, he wouldn't stop sprinting. So I think, yeah, it's just front of helmet down, keep sprinting.
2: Like there'd be no slot. Uh,
4: okay. So Ryan, if I could grab from you then please a, oh man. Uh, let's go with uh, a con check, please. Just head down, barrel. That through. is a success. Okay. Um, so uh, the uh, locusts bounce off your armor uh, as you charge forward uh, and you arc the blade above your head uh, go ahead and roll your uh, fighting brawl please and I'll roll to dodge as King Tut the NPC is, I am currently playing that is a success oof Uh, <laughs> my dodge is 17 and I rolled an 85 so congratulations Woo! Mr. Diesel <laughs> Nice. Uh, My brawl is 95, and I rolled a 95, so it was closer than you'd think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, uh, your damage again is 1d8
1: plus 1 plus 1d6. Oh, yeah, baby. That is insane. I rolled an 8 and a 5, so we're at 14 damage.
4: Okay. King Tutankhamen has 2 armor, but it's only against stabbing He has 14 HP. You (laughs) cut King Tut in half. Woo! And Um, I, (laughs) um... And he yells, Anaxe in the moon! Um, And, uh, falls, uh, falls apart. Uh, as you, as your knights rush up to grab the tablets, uh, he manages to grab your ankle, um, and just looks up at you
2: and says, Death is only the beginning. And then Adrian just goes, okay uh and then he'll raise up a foot and just
4: stomp his head in yep um and with that uh the legacy of king tut was ended <laughs> uh, as the foot of adrian diesel uh collapsed the head um so uh your knights grab uh the tablets um but uh they uh they say uh, uh my lord um we've been talking to this mummy uh, and sure enough the mummy is like writhing around and they've like cut Uh, similar to uh, the classic uh, cinema masterpiece, Hocus Pocus. They've like cut a little mouth slit for the mummy. And the mummy's like, my name's Gary. And they're like, "Um, this one's called Gary. He doesn't seem to be
2: Merlin. (laughs) Did you have a different Merlin or is your Merlin named Gary? Um, hello, Gary. Uh, And he'll just walk over and be like, I'm the king. Uh, have you seen an old man go anywhere? Oh, there was someone in here with me, but he punched out most rudely. Do you know which way he went?
4: Um, little help. And he, like, wr- wriggles around in his mummy wrappings. I feel like Agent just reached down and wrapped his fingers in the wrapping and just pull him up one-armed to, like, standing height. Uh, Yeah, he's like, could you free my arms, young man?
2: Okay. Uh And then he just, like stick his sword in between the arm and the body and just kind of like
4: rip it down um, can you roll me a dex check oh no oh yeah oh yeah that's a fail <laughs> um, so I mean you do that uh, but the arm comes off he goes oh no not again well, um, well it's free. I agree. I'm just trying to help. I can't right now. My arm is gone. Hang on. He starts like full body flailing, um, like kicking forward uh, in a direction.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Tell me if this is the direction. And then he'll just like aim his, his, like flip his body around and just be like, tell me when to stop. Uh, Stop, brosso. Look out behind you. Uh, At which point the T-Rex
4: comes just full jaw going for that nom. Um, Ryan, you can either roll a con check or a dodge check. Uh, dodge check, getting out of the way. Con check, just going full Sharknado. Just getting in getting in those jaws and seeing what you can do. Uh, I think we'll go with the con
1: check. You know, that's just where he's at. He's got a mummy. He's not full, like a... Full blade up. Yeah. Oh, that's a fail. That was a <gasps> fail no matter what. That's a 94. Oh, damn. Whoa. I had to use up all my luck to keep
4: red alive with the
6: I'm knights. I'm sorry.
4: Brian, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to take, uh, you would take in 10, but you're wearing armor. So you're only going to take eight points of damage as uh, a prehistoric monster uh, chomps into your chest and midriff. Um, what is uh, what is Adrian's name for this? I mean, we, we established he has different names for different animals. What would he call a T-Rex? He thinks it's a bone dragon. Like he legitimately oh, right, yeah, thinks yeah, it's right, a dragon. Yeah. And you hear everyone be like,
2: we must slay the bone dragon
4: to save the king. And suddenly knights just start piling on. Um, At which point you hear uh, a bugle Um, and uh, a a voice uh, from the far end of the room that says, aha, well, Rough Riders, looks like we've got a job cut out for us. That's right, it's me, Teddy Roosevelt, played by Robin Williams. Well, charge uh and suddenly a bunch of fucking cavalry show up and also charge the bone dragon but also the knights. There's general confusion. Uh but that doesn't matter to you cuz you're halfway into a T-Rex's body. What do you do? Also oh, are you uh, still alive? I'm not sure what your HP is.
1: Oh yeah, no no no, I still have 19 HP. Adrian oh, is very tough. Mm. Cool. Um I think his plan if he's inside the mouth then is uh hold the head up with the one hand that's probably holding the mummy just to like push it up. And then he just wants to sink the sc- like the sword up through inside of jaw out back of head, crack the skull completely if he can.
4: Damn. Um, okay. Hmm. Um, we're going to keep leaning on. Oh, actually, no. uh, can you roll me a strength check, please? This is to see if you can actually get the leverage needed to like crank the skull. Oh yeah, baby. That, that's a hard success. (laughs) All right. Um, So uh, you spent a lot of time observing sprinkles and you always wondered like what would happen if a giant sprinkles like got like thought I was birthday cake? Like what, what would you do? (laughs) So this is a scenario you've played out over and over and over in your head. Like I do, in any building what i'm like what does the zombie or ninja attack look like in this building (laughs) um so you were fucking born for this um
2: yeah because he's like i remember that time sprinkles ate a toothpick and sprinkles didn't like it (sighs) yes dragon meet my toothpick Uh, (laughs) and uh
4: with that you you take the famed blade of britain mythology The toothpick uh, and drive it uh, upward into uh, the T-Rex's skull, uh, splitting it in half. Um, The uh, skull cracks uh, as the cavalry charges into the knights um, and you emerge crawling out of the skeleton uh, of the T-Rex, just kind of using its ribs as handholds. Um, it's kind of like Jon Snow rising from that pile of corpses mm-hmm. in the Battle of the mm-hmm. Bastards. You just raise a mummy to the sky, uh, and Gary just says, over this, um, and starts kicking towards uh, the exhibit of the Americas. Cool, but we're being charged by Teddy Roosevelt and his army. Well, Force the good people. news, Ryan, is you're inside a T Rex. So they charge the Knights and the T Rex. So they just slammed into a bunch of knights and the T-Rex body, and you've just climbed up out of the T-Rex like you're in a fucking Assassin's Creed game. So you can kind of run down the side and leave if you want. Uh, or you can stay and help your knights. You are the I- king.
1: He's the king. He can't leave, friends. So I feel like he'd look around uh, and see if he can find, uh, he- see if he can spot Teddy Roosevelt. You can. Uh, and I feel
4: like
2: he'd mm-hmm. pull his head- helmet off and be like, Whoa, whoa, Teddy Roosevelt! you're supposed to help the heroes. I'm the only hero we need Time to die, old Brit Oh, uh, I'm gonna miss you uh, <laughs> He's just gonna go at him with a sword And
4: taking your sword, Zack Snyder style Everything slows down, and then speeds up and then slows down uh, As you just take the sword, and bo- I assume you drop Gary the mummy No, I think what he's gonna do
1: as he yell as he runs Is just yell, help me up. Gary Uh, And then he's just gonna discus Gary As like a a rock to hit him with first And then the sword two-handed
4: And with that you leap mid-air Sword up (laughs) And as we always knew Our Cthulhu adventure would uh, Eventually result in So begins the tale of the time
2: Adrian Diesel (laughs) Fought Teddy Roosevelt (laughs)
3: This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan thePlant at the Ryan LePlant on Twitter. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter. And keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazza J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All
1: hail the Mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half Blind Prophet, James Cuellar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noelle Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Caitlin O, Zechin X, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreoncom dumb dumb dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi folks. Let me
3: see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds.
0: Really big monster? Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word?
3: The radio is talking to me. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space.
0: There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze.
3: This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that?
0: Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million B.C.? Where are we? Space?
3: Can you narrow that down?
0: The bad part?
3: Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app, or just go to weopenat6.com.